0: what is going on nuggets nation merry christmas hope everybody is doing well here on friday december 25th christmas 2020 i am anilo Piro of mile high sports here with the latest installment of the denver nuggets podcast like i said hope everyone is doing absolutely fantastic here on this christmas friday uh you know i know it is uh 2020 so not everything is uh, as we expected not everything's perfect but i hope hopefully everyone's making the most of it out there wherever you are whether you're listening in denver around the country around the world i uh, just want to thank you for choosing to spend portion of your christmas or a portion of you know uh just just your day whenever you might be listening to this uh you know, taking the time out of your day to listen to me talk about the Denver Nuggets. So appreciate you guys. Certainly thankful for all of our listeners here at Mile High Sports. So hope you guys are doing well. Obviously, uh, you know, it's Christmas Day. You know, I think everyone is usually in a little bit of a giddy mood for the most part here on a Christmas Day. And how could you not be when you have a full slate of NBA basketball in front of you? I'm actually recording this podcast as I watch the uh, Miami Heat play the New Orleans Pelicans. Right now it's looking like a 66-53, unless this shot goes in. No, it does not. So uh, yeah, the Miami Heat, Miami Heat taking a 66-53 lead entering half. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, a full slate of NBA a- action today. So it, it's definitely a good time to be an NBA fan, definitely a good time to be a sports fan. And uh, certainly a good time to be a Denver Nuggets fan because they're going to play tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers in a, a rematch of that fierce Western Conference playoff matchup during the NBA bubble back there in Orlando uh, over the course of the summer. So uh, the first, obviously the first time these two teams have met up since then and the second game of the season for both of these squads. So it should be good to see how... Uh, you know both of these teams uh match up against each other especially the nuggets coming off a tough loss to the sacramento kings in which they look just absolutely sloppy and the uh, los angeles clippers managed to clean up against the lakers on opening night uh kind of spoiled the ring ceremony there for the lakers and a really nice performance from the clippers there on opening night so it should be a really really good game but uh let, let's just get right into it guys uh last thing you know just thank you guys once again i gotta say it i just i'm so grateful to be here right now i mean just it's Christmas Day and I'm talking about NBA basketball and I'm going to be able to cover the game tonight in person so seriously though thank you guys so so much for your support your continued support for this podcast and just all my work throughout the years if you guys want to follow me on social media you can do so at media by AP on Twitter and Instagram Uh, I'll be tweeting and posting on IG throughout the night live from uh, the ball arena tonight for this game against the Clippers so just wanted to say one last thank you and uh, Merry Christmas you know whether you're celebrating Christmas Hanukkah all that good stuff happy holidays whatever you're celebrating just really supportive thank you guys so so much for your support and I just hope you're able to make the most of this day uh, with whatever you're doing so let's dive right into it though and you know while this is a super important game for the Denver Nuggets tonight we I'd be remiss if I didn't backtrack a little bit and talk about this game against the Sacramento Kings and like I said you know moving forward you can expect these podcasts to come out on the day of the game, you know, a, a handful of hours before the game. So I'm not going to necess- this isn't going to be more of a reactionary podcast. You know, you're, you don't, don't really expect, you know, post game podcasts right now. Um, you know, unless you want that, if you want that, hit me up on Twitter at media AP or Instagram as well. Let me know what you guys want. But right now I'm thinking about, you know, previewing these games and giving you guys some real analysis ahead of the games and also some betting tips and information. Um, that's kind of my thought process with it right now. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about what happened the night before the game before. And, you know, it's really a disservice to you guys, especially with the fact that I'm in there in person that if I don't give you guys my take, and it was really an interesting game from start to finish for the Denver Nuggets, you know, just one that really looked like a team with loaded potential that just uh, had some early season jitters, you know, there's really not much more to say to it than this team, it was just a sloppy affair, you know, there was there's no reason why the nuggets should have lost that game i mean if the nuggets are playing like they did in the bubble if the nuggets are playing like we know how they can you know uh, you know throughout the majority of the season they win that game with ease and i just think that this was an instance of you know sacramento you know a young up and coming scrappy team taking advantage of a nuggets team that quite frankly, looked extremely rusty, you know, especially at the guard position. Jamal Murray and Monte Morris, you know, they were absolutely awful in that first game for the Nuggets. Uh, Jamal Murray, all of his points, I believe, came from the free throw line. I know through three quarters, all of his points came through um, from the free throw line. Monte Morris couldn't buy a bucket. And especially down late, I mean, it was crazy. I, and I know the refs just completely screwed the Nuggets at the end, but I mean, there was numerous occasions where, you know, within the last two minutes that the Nuggets just were completely unable to just buy a bucket. I mean, they were they, they they literally couldn't buy a shot. I I mean, whether it was Will Barton, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and you know, to his credit, Nikola Jokic was doing a damn was doing a damn fine job of facilitating the passing game and facilitating some open shots, and, and you know, doing his thing as a floor general. So you know, you can't really just you, you can't hang this loss on Nikola Jokic's shoulders. He played just fine. You know, Jamal Murray and Monte Morris, the guard position, and especially just the second unit's continuity, you know, that's what you have to look at here. That That is what's the issue. And listen, I said it on Twitter. Did the refs absolutely screw the Nuggets? Uh, 100%. Yes, there is no denying. I mean, if you look at the LTM report or how, the L2M, however you say it, um, if you look at that report where the official uh, officials basically kind of give a, a play-by-play of the right calls and the wrong calls in the last two minutes of the game— there's clear evidence to support that the Nuggets were screwed by the officials, and, and there's no way around that. But I mean, even in the instances where they weren't getting screwed by the officials, they just weren't executing. And it's one thing if this were against a team, you know, like the Clippers, who they're going to play tonight, or the Golden State Warriors, you know, who have some studs like Clay, you know, or Clay Thompson. Excuse me, like Steph Curry, uh, Draymond Green um, Andrew Wiggins, you know, it's understandable, but I mean, you're going up against a team in the Sacramento Kings that, you know, is, is kind of like where the Nuggets were three or four years ago. You know, a team that has a lot of young talent, De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley, and obviously the, uh, the rookie that they drafted, uh, you know, but they, they don't get these type of calls, you know, the, the, the Kings aren't, you know, the refs aren't going to cater to the Kings per se, like they would to LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard. Right. and, and, My take was on Twitter, the Nuggets should have been able to play a good enough game that the refs shouldn't have mattered. And to me, like I said, while while the refs certainly screwed Denver out of this game, you know, it's not an excuse for the poor execution on the Nuggets' end of the floor. You know, like I said, especially from the guard position, uh, Jamal Murray just absolutely putrid, not able... I mean, he looked... And it's unfortunate, you know, because Jamal Murray is considered a center point of this franchise. You know, their second best player right now behind Nikola Jokic, and you saw him in the bubble take his game up to another level and really perform you know at a at a level where he was a superstar and someone that you know you would tune in every single night to watch and he was extremely underwhelming in that first game of the season against Sacramento uh, just actually not even just underwhelming but he was a total non-factor and Like I said, you know, against a team like the – I mean, if they were playing the Clippers in game one, they would have been blown out by 30, 40 points. I mean, it's as simple as that. The fact that it was against a team like Sacramento that, you know, is growing and is going to make some mistakes along the way throughout the process of a game, you know, they were able to stick in there, the Nuggets were. And – you know they're lucky for that, and I, you know, for a hot minute there, I thought they were going to pull it out, but obviously they did not, and they lost. And now you got to turn the page to tonight's game. But you know, I, I just think that you look at this loss in, in game one, and while it is game one of seventy two, it's one of these losses that you're going to look over the course of the seventy two game season, and you're going to say, wow, like we, we should have won that game. You know, there's really no excuse in the year two thousand and twenty, this two thousand twenty two thousand twenty one season for the Denver Nuggets to lose these type of games. Uh, You know, they're just a far superior team compared to the Sacramento Kings. Better coaching, better depth, uh, the whole nine. So... You know, were, were there some bright spots? Absolutely. Nicole Jokic played well. Composite off the bench played well. Michael Porter Jr., despite a little bit of injury uh, concerns there early on in the game, he scored, what, I think uh, 22 points on the night, well over 20 points for Michael Porter Jr. So, you know, there's a lot to like. Well, Barton was electric through the first three and a half quarters, kind of fell off there in the fourth. But you know, I, 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 there's a lot to like from game one, and, and you know, the reality of the situation is it is just game one of 72. You've got to turn the page. This isn't going to have an effect on whether the whether the Nuggets are going to you know potentially get back to the Western Conference Finals or not. Um, could it have a you know could it have an impact on seeding down the line? Sure, but it, it's early enough in the season that the Nuggets should be able to compensate for their early season woes and early season losses here. So you hope that they're able to bounce back. But you know, you're looking you're looking at tonight's game. Well, actually, before we transition to tonight's game, like I said, we're going to put a a, a pretty big betting emphasis on this show, and uh, I did hand out a couple of picks before last night's, uh, or before game one of the season, uh, I was riding with the Nuggets against the spread minus 8.5, and, and that didn't even come close. Just uh, like I said, I mean, everything I just said pretty much is reasoning why the Nuggets were unable to cover. I mean, they just weren't able to jump out to any sort of considerable lead. I think their, that their maximum lead was probably anywhere between 8 to 10 points, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, you know, and, and that didn't last very long. You know, there was minimal separation for the Nuggets on the scoreboard throughout the early portion early portion of the game excuse me and uh you know that was tough and the over it's crazy you know the over didn't end up cashing it was set at two it closed at 225 and a half and it's it was crazy because I was watching that game in the second you know in the third fourth quarter and I was like oh my gosh like this is gonna come right down to it you know you're talking about a difference of it was either gonna go over or under by a matter of you know, probably two or three points, and then obviously the game ended up going overtime, so the game ended up soaring well over, but it's just, it's crazy how when you look at these numbers and the way that Vegas sets these numbers, that, uh, you know, that they're so right on with them. And the over ended up cashing, so I went one for one uh, on the over. I, I won my bet against the over, and then I lost my bet against the spread, and then I gave out a prop pick of Jamal Murray over two and a half, three-pointers, and obviously that did not cash either. And with that, I think, you know, as I... I don't want to give out losers is pretty much what I'm saying. So what I'm going to stick with is I'm going to make a pick against the spread and a pick against the over under total every game. I'm going to do a little bit more studying. I'm going to see how the game plays out before I give out some more props because if I'm beyond if I'm being honest, if you listen to the show, you probably saw me just kind of shooting darts, you know, with a with a blindfold on with that prop bet. Uh, I'm not going to give out a prop bet right now. I definitely want to do some more studying and more information on that front. And, and let's see how the season plays out. Let me get a feel for how these players are playing. You know where the Nuggets' strengths and weaknesses are. One prop that to keep an eye on moving forward is the over on Nikola Jokic assists. He looked damn good. I believe it was set at five and a half or six for that first game in against uh, uh, Sacramento, and obviously he just blew that out of the water as he almost went as he went for a triple double uh, through three quarters. So Nikola Jokic played mighty fine basketball there through game one so maybe it's worth it to uh, keep an eye on those nicole Jokic props but so uh one and two throughout my first three picks here for the negative season uh from the betting perspective but uh we're going to be making two picks a night here uh, or two picks per game here moving forward one against the spread and one for the over under total so let's uh let's disregard the props here for now But um, yeah, let's talk about this game here tonight, because I think it's an exciting matchup for the Denver Nuggets. Obviously, uh, you know, this series against the Los Angeles Clippers last year was a defining moment for this Nuggets team. And it's just crazy, you know, because I've said it in previous podcasts, like I just can't believe that we're already here in the 2020 season, 2021 season as well, you know, just kind of back at it again against the Los Angeles Clippers because it really just feels like it was about a month or so ago that, you know, we were able to come back and 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 get the upset in that series, you know, the Nuggets were. So, you know, here we are, though, in the second game of the season. And like I said, the Clippers looked mighty fine in that first game against the Los Angeles Lakers, and they just completely cleaned up. I mean, the Lakers, you know, they, they went on a little bit of run there in the second quarter, but, you know, uh, Paul George was just unstoppable in that game, you know, especially from deep, you know, definitely not the playoff P that we saw in the bubble, who was just pretty much borderline non-existent or just a non-factor. He looks like he's completely, you know, motivated and rejuvenated and excited for this season. So you definitely got to keep an eye on him, you know, in this game tonight. But uh, you know, the Clippers, like I said, they're, they're looking mighty tough this season. You know, I understand that last year was a total disappointment. If you're a fan of that team, But they, you know, you can't rule out a team with Kawhi Leonard. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is one of the top five players in the NBA. He's the guy that single-handedly pretty much, uh, you know, got Toronto a final championship. I know Pascal Siakam and, you know, Fran Van Vliet and the boys, you know, they obviously played a role there. But, you know, we're talking about a guy in Kawhi Leonard that is about as big of an X-factor as you could be. You know, uh, he's right up there with LeBron James in regards to impact. Uh, and this is going to be, you know, I think this is certainly a prove-it season for Kawhi Leonard in the Clippers. You know, he he his reputation, I think, was a little bit tarnished last year. Uh, you saw that tarnish. That's a funny word. Oh, my gosh. I, I haven't said that word in a long time. I love that word. I'm gonna start using that word more, tarnished. But um you you've seen someone in Kawhi Leonard that last year really fell short of expectations. You know, I think when he signed the lot with the Los Angeles Clippers there was kind of the expectation that he was going to be the cog that would prevent, you know, LeBron James from getting back to the finals or winning another finals. And you know, the Nuggets kind of did Le- LeBron James a favor because you know when the when the Nuggets and Lakers matched up, the the Nuggets you know proved to be no match for the for the Lakers. Maybe the Clippers could have put up a little, put up a little bit of a better fight there in the Western Conference Finals, but obviously uh, things fell apart there for the Clippers at the end of the bubble. And that's the weird thing is how do you judge this right? Because I'm not ready to just sit here and say Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers are—I just don't know. I just feel like there's just this cloud just kind of hanging over them right now. And I feel like not a lot of—I just, I just feel like a lot of people are down on the Clippers right now. And I guess, you know, there's reason to be down on them, right? You know, they haven't—you know, they underwhelmed last year. They underwhelmed the playoffs and in the bubble and all that stuff. But— we're still talking about a supreme talent in Kawhi Leonard, and we're talking about a top tier player, an All Star in Paul George, and, and you know now they've got Ty Lu who I don't think is an exceptional head coach, but I think is you know the kind of coach that a lot that will allow Kawhi to do Kawhi. Obviously, they had Serge Ibaka; he looks like he's going to be a big difference maker. And you know, my 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 homies over at uh, Denver Sports Betting, Ivan and Carter, you know, they wrote about. Uh, check us out online com as well if you're interested in uh, Denver, Colorado sports betting and advice and all that kind of stuff check us out online Denver Um my homies uh, Carter and Ivan you know they write for me over there at Denver Sports Betting and they, they made a case as to why Denver should you know maybe consider signing somebody like a Serge Ibaka right and we're seeing how he's benefited the Clippers through one game and you know now we'll see how he's able to work against the Nuggets here in the second game of the season so um, you know this is a refined Clippers team that I think was a little inflated mentally last year. You know, the the expectations were set sky-high. Kawhi coming off the championship in Toronto, I think that, uh, you know, there's going to be a natural letdown and a natural regression, or not even a regression, because, you know, they had never played with each other before. And I think it's more so an indication of A team just needing time to gel and and a team needing time to progress you know internally so we'll see how they match up against our Nuggets tonight because it should be a damn good game and I think on the flip side you know you're looking for the Nuggets to hopefully correct some of their issues that they experienced here in the first game against Sacramento you want to see more consistency from the second unit that's something that's going to take probably weeks if I'm being completely honest And, and Oh, I've just got so many thoughts when it comes to the second unit because we saw Michael Porter Jr. obviously start over Will Barton and I think that Will Barton, you know, is effective in that role of a second unit player coming off the bench because you know he's been here for what five six seasons now here in Denver. He knows what Michael Malone likes to do. He knows the tempo that Malone likes to play at, and I think he can kind of be a floor general for that second unit. Obviously, we saw Kempazo play well there in the second unit as well. PJ Dozier making some contributions. Uh, the issues. I think that the issues within the second unit when it comes to consistency will be worked out with time. And I think that this is simply a product of a shortened offseason, uh, just not as many game reps, not as many preseason games. And, you know, this first, I don't know, eight, nine, ten games is probably going to be like a makeshift preseason for some of these teams. And I know that the games count, uh, you know, but the Nuggets are probably going to kind of roll with it as they want. You know, we saw... You know, they're going to kind of roll with it as they go along. And we saw Coach Michael Malone deploy a few different lineups. We saw, at one point, we saw Malone throw out their yogis with four different guards, you know, in game one against Sacramento. So, you know, this is going to be an unconventional kind of quirky year uh, for the Denver Nuggets, but you hope tonight this is their first real test. You know, you're talking about a team in the Los Angeles Clippers that, you know, it was an upset victory for a reason in the playoffs. You know, the betting public, the public in general, just views the Clippers as a superior team to the Denver Nuggets. And while, you know, us here at home might see why. You know, on a game-to-game basis, why Denver could be better than the Clippers. You know, at the end of the day, in the court of, the, in, in the eyes of the court of public opinion, the Nuggets or you know the Clippers are a superior team to the Nuggets. Can the Nuggets put up a fight? Sure. Can the Nuggets compete with the Clippers? Sure. But the court of public opinion, you know, the the national NBA analysts, they expect the Los Angeles Clippers to clean up in a game tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers or against Los uh, against the Denver Nuggets. Excuse me. Um, you know, there's an expectation that the los angeles clippers are the superior team to the denver nuggets right now so we'll have to see especially coming off the loss you know you you have to wonder how denver comes out of this you know comes out of the gate into this game so that's it should be an interesting matchup uh tonight uh you know for a nuggets team that is in desperate need of a win you know in my personal opinion obviously it's it's early in the season yes but at the end of the day, you know, you're looking at an 0 one Denver Nuggets team that, you know, has expectations that are sky high. And for Jamal Murray to seemingly haven't taken a step back in that first game, you know, you want to see them kind of get back on track and play like they did in the bubble here tonight against the Clippers on Christmas night. But let's take a look at this game from a betting perspective, guys. And like I was talking about, the Clippers being... You know, a national favorite from the quarter of public opinions perspective. You know, they're they're the superior team, and that's certainly indicative here on the betting lines. And oh my gosh, I'm just taking a look at this here on the Action Network. The Clippers are the three point favorite, so the Clippers are enter coming into town, coming into the Mile High City as the three point favorite, minus three against the spread. And get this, guys, the public. I mean, this is pretty much going to give away where I'm going with this one. But the public, according to the Action Network, 74%, 74%, we're talking almost three quarters here, 74% of public money is heading towards the Clippers against the spread, minus three. And if you know anything about betting, you know, it's always enticing, especially when you are, uh, you know, you know the other team that's not, you know, that's the underdog. When you see this much money going towards the favorite, how do you not consider taking the Nuggets in this position? Only 26% of public money going towards Denver against the spread plus three. Again, Denver plus three at home. You're getting three if you're betting the Denver Nuggets here tonight, so what does that mean if you don't know sports betting essentially if you want to make a bet against the spread the spread is a line that you can bet on so the spread for this game is the Clippers are the three point favorite Clippers minus three. So if you want to take the Clippers minus three in order for your bet to cast the Clippers will need to win by essentially more than three points. So if the Clippers win 104 to 100 you win if they win 110 to 100 you win If the Clippers win 98-85, to you win. But if the Nuggets manage to keep that margin of victory for the Clippers within three points, you're going to win if you bet on the Nuggets. So if Denver, at Denver plus three, if they outright win the game, if Denver outright wins, you're winning money tonight, folks. You're winning and you're going to win good money. Let's take a look at what they're at so denver plus 3 so essentially if you're taking them against the spread denver can lose by up to 3 points and you're still going to cash your bet and if you're if you're feeling frisky if you're a firm believer in the nuggets on the money line you can take them at plus 130 so for every dollar you lay down you're going to win a dollar 30 cents back so great value if you're betting the denver nuggets tonight and i truly love them here because you know a team like the Denver Nuggets the only time you're ever going to get plus money on them is when they're playing a, a superior team in the eyes of the court of public opinion like the Clippers like the Lakers you know maybe like the Mavericks on the road you know type things but for the Nuggets to be the home underdog here and I apologize because I kind of feel like I'm thinking in football terms I just feel like you have to take him here you know while Paul George you know he he played well in that first game against the uh, against the Lakers I think, you know, you have to certainly expect him to kind of come back down to earth. And more so, you know, when I look at this game, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers, right? I'm looking at, at the statistics, all that good stuff. I just feel like the Nuggets are in need of a bounce back win, you know? And this is a Nuggets team that I truly believe on any given night can win against any given team. You know, put, put the Nuggets up against the Lakers, the Clippers, uh, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Mavericks, the Heat, the Pelican, a- a- anyone, Uh, And I'm looking here, 72-57 here live in the third quarter. Uh, Miami Heat on top of the New Orleans Pelicans. But I mean, seriously, on any given night, I mean, I I think the Nuggets, if they play their best basketball, I think they can beat any team. Any, any team, you know, at, at their best. I really believe that. And, I mean, you're looking tonight, Jamal Murray not satisfied with his, with his performance. Obviously, the Nuggets are frustrated. It's the first game of the season against Sacramento where they struggled out of the gate. I think you're looking at them to bounce back here in this second game against the Clippers. And on the flip side, you know, while Los Angeles should have some momentum entering this game against Denver, you know, they're an inconsistent team. They're still learning to gel together. You know, Kawhi Leonard is still learning to be the face of a the franchise there. Paul George, you know he's proven in the past that he can, you know in the past that he could be inconsistent. he was red hot out of the gate against Los Angeles, but does that necessarily mean he's going to continue to be red hot against the nuggets? who knows you know you, you you really don't know, and of course the the thing that you always have to factor in here is the home court advantage. Denver is always going to have a home court advantage regardless if they have fans or not because they play a mile above sea level conditioning earlier in the year. How does that kind of come into effect? We'll have to see. But um I, I really like Denver tonight just in general. I think this is a good matchup for them. They were able to dominate the Clippers in the playoffs last year after they got down three to one. And, you know, you hope to see them continue to kind of keep along that path. The Clippers are a virtually similar team this season. Obviously a new head coach, but I don't think Tyron Lue is is a is a difference maker as a head coach for this Clippers team. So I really 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 like Denver tonight. If you're interested in betting the games, guys, be sure to hit me up on social media at media by A-P, M-E-D-I-A by a p on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, guys. I have uh, I work in the sports betting industry here in Colorado. I work for a startup company called Denver Sports Betting. You can check us out online at denversportsbetting.com. We essentially cover sports betting from a local perspective, so think uh, ESPN you know we're going to give just, just I'm serious I don't even know how to explain it because this is this kind of new industry right it's a new world there's a new frontier and we're trying to revolutionize the way that you're able to kind of consume your betting content so check us out online at denversportsbetting.com we're going to give out betting previews betting advice betting analysis All that good stuff from a local perspective by local writers. So check us out online at denversportsbetting.com. But, you know, the beauty of it is sports betting is 100% legal here in Colorado, guys. I mean, since May 1st of 2020, you know, you can actively and fully bet on these games. You know, if I wanted to fire up a bet right now on the Miami Heat versus the Pelicans, I'll open up one of my betting apps. So if you are interested in betting at all, and I'm gonna really put a big betting emphasis on the show. Be sure to hit me up on social media at Media by AP on Twitter or Instagram. And I've signed up with a handful of these books, guys. I can give you, I can tell you all about it. I can give you guys the best sign up bonuses available, all that good stuff. Hit me up on social media at Media by AP, uh, especially if you're listening to this here on Christmas Day and you want to bet this Nuggets game tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers because you can uh, not just double up your money, but potentially make some good money if the Nuggets are able to pull this victory out the upset victory here at home against the clippers so uh, i'm gonna rock with uh, like i said i'm gonna be giving out a pick against the spread and the over under total every single podcast moving forward i went uh one and two because i ended up making a prop pick in my first podcast but i'm gonna stick to the spread and the total here moving forward at least for the first couple of weeks until i can get a real pulse of this team to give you guys some effective prop plays uh, but I went, if we're going just based off the pro, if we're going just based off the over under trouble in the spread pick, I went one in one last week. So 50%, you would have broken, you would have broke, you would have broke even if you would have taken my picks, uh, not the worst thing in the world, but uh, we're going to bounce back tonight. I love the nuggets against the spread plus three. I think you've got to take Denver plus three and you know, am I a Homer? Sure. A little bit. Am I betting with my heart here and my emotions? Yes. Uh, a, a little bit. Yes. And it's hard, you know, you know, it's, it's your hometown team. But at the end of the day, you know, if you look at this matchup, it's not outlandish to think that Denver can not only cover the spread but win outright. So I'm not saying that you should take Denver on the money line. I'm not if you want to, God bless you. If it cashes, even better. But at +130 on the money line, there's certainly some value there. But at +3 against the spread, the Nuggets can lose by one or two points and you're still going to make money tonight, you know. And I and I like that because I think that the Nuggets and Clippers, you know, while they're on kind of different trajectories here after the first game of the season, I think that they're relatively similar teams And when it comes to a competitive nature. I think Denver can keep it close. I think the Clippers can keep it close. And I don't necessarily envision a blowout one way or the other. And I think, uh, you know, you look at it, Denver being in at home, with the altitude, I think that uh, you know there's enough factors in Denver's favor to feel comfortable taking them against the spread tonight. Especially with the fact that you're getting the points. You know, I think this is this is a game that Denver should be able to win. A game that. You know, if the Nuggets are truly considered a top-tier team in the Western Conference, that they should win. So I'm going to take Denver tonight plus three against the spread. And the total, we've seen some interesting movement here. The total opened at 222, and it has since spiked a handful of points here to 225. So as of the recording of this podcast, we're looking at an over-under total of 225, and the public is all over the over with 82, a whopping 82 percent of bets heading towards the over here guys so uh you know do with that information as you may you know there's some people that love to fade the public there's some people that like to ride with the public at the end of the day i just kind of like to individually analyze the situations for what they are and Early in the season, we saw the Nuggets' second unit defense, you know, kind of suffer and lack a little bit. The Nuggets, uh, early on there in their first unit, overall defensively didn't look all that inspired, especially with Michael Porter Jr. starting. There's a there's a little bit of makeup, you know. There's there's got to be. Uh, some compensation there because he is weak defensively he's got a long way to go defensively he made a couple of nice blocks in that game against sacramento but when it comes to just simply one-on-one guarding and defense he has a long 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 ways to go so uh i'm gonna rock with the over here i'm gonna rock with the public and i know that uh, it's probably gonna make a lot of your skin a lot of your people's uh out there listening your uh, spines crawl here a little bit but uh i do like the over here at 225 and essentially, again, if you're if you're new to sports betting and you don't know what the over bet means or a total bet is, it's essentially you're betting on the total points scored between the two teams. So I'm betting the over on 225 points combined. So essentially, each team would need to score 113 points each in order for this bet to cash. And when you're just looking at it here from an early early season perspective, I think that uh, you know. Like I said, the inspiration on defense just might not be there. The Nuggets uh, working with a new second unit and potentially with Michael Porter Jr. starting again here tonight, potentially. Uh, nothing set in stone as of right now. I think that uh, you know, there, there's a nice shot here for this game to go over, especially against the Clippers team. You know, that quite frankly can run up the scoreboard whenever they want, especially with the way that Paul George is playing. Kawhi can go for 40 points at any given night. So, we'll, you know, I, I like the over here. So, just to recap from a betting perspective, uh, I'm gonna rock with the Denver Nuggets tonight plus three against the spread and the over of 225. I'm rocking with the public. Uh, on that over bet and then I'm going against the public I'm fading the public on that pick against the spread the public is backing the Los Angeles Clippers big time there so uh, it, it should be a good game folks I'm really looking forward to it like I said I'll be down there at the ball arena here tonight uh, gonna head out there game to tipping off tonight here at 8 30 and I think it's a good gut check game here You know, while it is early in the season, 72 games is 10 games less than 82. So technically, these games are going to mean a little bit more for each of these teams here uh, down the stretch, or not even down the stretch, but just in general. You know, these these games are going to just mean a lot. You know, it's uh, essentially. You know, each game is more important because there's 10 less games in the regular season. So the Nuggets need a, a, a win big time tonight to kind of get their season going in the right direction and just really get some good, you know, get, get some good vibes going within the locker room. You know, you don't want to start a season 0-2, you know, that's demoralizing. You know, you really, it's just an awful start to get out to and, you know, you, you hope that they're able to pull out the victory tonight tonight. And bounce back after that uh really just a putrid loss against the sacramento kings a game in which they have really had no business losing so we'll see how they do tonight against the los angeles clippers guys should be a good game but that's going to do it for me folks on the latest installment here of the denver nuggets podcast right here on the mile high sports podcasting network hope you guys enjoyed be sure to follow me on social media at media by ap on twitter and instagram guys always trying to interact with you guys on there so if you want to like retweet dm all that good stuff anything you want to do talking denver nuggets basketball be sure to hit me up on those social channels, all right? Well, uh, I'll be at the game tonight at the Ball Arena. Hope you guys have a very, very Merry Christmas. Enjoy your holiday season, and hopefully the Nuggets are able to add some holiday cheer tonight with a win against the Los Angeles Clippers. Tip-off set for 8.30 tonight at the Ball Arena. And like I said, I'm going to be absolutely thrilled to be there uh, on behalf of Mile High Sports. But just want to thank you guys so much for listening. Have a happy holiday, guys. Go Nuggets. Hopefully you make some good money. And again, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at Media by AP on Instagram and Twitter. If you guys want to get signed up with the sports books, you can hit me up on there. All that good stuff. But uh, I'll be back with it next week, three podcasts next week, guys. So we're going to be coming in hot as we uh, really ramp it up here after the holiday season and get things rocking and rolling because it should be an exhilarating season for the Denver Nuggets. So that's going to do it for me, folks. Hope you guys have an incredible holiday, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one, folks.